What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. It is Wednesday night of our recording for the Thursday podcast. We've got a couple things to cover today. Last Blazer game we went to against the Hornets. We've got a big game coming up against Golden State where we could see Gary Payton return. We made a video on that. Go check it out if you haven't. But we'll discuss some of it right now. Some Clay Thompson rumors, some other rumors across the board, but should be pretty packed. We'll keep it short and simple, though, and uh, just get straight to the point when it comes to all the news. Yep, point of... Um NBA is making our team better and better to win the NBA championship, and Clay Thompson is an asset that um, has you know been rumoring around. I mean, he is what thirty three now, something like that. Um, I, my question to you guys to start the pod is: if we were, if that were to happen, how would Clay Thompson fit on this team? Where would, where would his role go? Given we already have a point guard and shooting guard, we most definitely aren't trading. Would he? He'd have to be the three, right? Yeah, I think right off the bat, when you think of Clay Thompson, you think of elite shooting. And every team needs elite shooting. So, of course, the Blazers would be very interested in him as a player. However, and this is not to take any, anything away from Clay, but his defense has regressed a little bit over the past few years. And also, just in general, the shots he's taking, I don't really think are great, personally, a shot profile. He, he takes a lot of shots, pretty much. Hopefully, if you paired him with Damon Ant, he would Damn be... Stats. Yeah, if you were if you paired him with Dame and Ant, he would not take as many shots, and he'd be more of a three and D player, an elite one at that, because he's an elite elite shooter. And although the defense has regressed, he'd still be an upgrade defensively for this team. So I think he would definitely be an interesting candidate for the starting small forward spot. The question is, would Clay actually want to do that? Would Clay be willing to take a secondary role because you have Dame and even Jeremy there, like? Uh, Josh Hart's so good because he doesn't take a lot of shots, you know? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how Clay's shots would, like, where to get his shots from in, in the team. My question about this rumor is I'm kind of confused just, like, why this is coming up suddenly. Uh, I get the reasoning on why Portland would be on the list. It's because he's from, like, or he lived in Lake Oswego mm-hmm. for, like, 12 years when he was younger and his dad played for the Blazers. But when I saw this rumor, I was thinking, like, okay, that makes sense because his contract's up at the end of the year, but his contract's actually up at the end of next year. So this isn't even something we need to worry about until two, almost a year and a half to two years down the line. And at that yeah. point, who knows what this team looks like. So yeah. it's um, it's yeah. just a it's a random rumor, but I guess the, the thinking behind it in a way makes sense. I do think Clay could slot in fine on the team. Um and this is something we don't talk about a lot. It's a free agent with Portland. It's not yeah. like we would have to give someone up for him. So I it think definitely, good. it definitely feels like a random, kind of a random headline, almost like a kind of like, just an attention headline that you know, people obviously going to read about it. I don't know how true it is necessarily because it, it would be two years down the line. It's so hard to predict, you know, what these players are going to do year in year out, especially in the super team era. So. But Clay Thompson is still a very good player, right? I mean, yes, he is. I have some stats. Um, <clears throat> stat, stru- stat man here. I mean, he's actually struggled since struggled since his injury, but uh, 39.7% field goals and 37.53. That is honestly not really well, good. The field goal percentage is straight from the fact that he takes tough shots for Yeah, but no the three-point percentage is yeah. still good. The three-point yeah. percentage is still good. You guys say he would slot in well with our team. I don't know if I can agree with that. I mean, you're going to have Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, Two elite shooters adding another elite shooter. I mean, sure, more. Never have too much shooting. I mean, but can you? I mean, we had too much shooting well, last the, year, and that the, regressed on our defensive end. But then again, Clay is you know tall. The, He's a good defender. But is he a true three? The hope would be as a more of a two-three option instead of a straight number two option. He'd get 
he'd be able to work off ball and get clean looks because when just imagine de- like like defenses having to defend the perimeter with Dame and and Clay. It's out like there. it's like how good Clay was when they and had Katie and Curry and Grant can shoot the ball and, and Nurk can, can shoot, shoot the ball. Nurk can shoot. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, but it's similar when Katie and Curry were on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Like Clay, it opened up so much for Clay, and that's when he was at the peak of his powers, basically. So, but also. We do see Clay is slightly regressing. Who knows? Two years, two years down the line, he could be someone that. What like, is he? Thirty three. He's uh, he's probably thirty one or something. Thirty one. Oh, so but who knows? He could be coming off the bench then, and he could be a six man of the year. Candidate. So he's gonna. Who knows? Yeah, bench. He's also gonna ask for money, probably. That's you would think, but never the know. other thing is he's two just, years down the line. He's so in, like ingrained and so valuable to Golden State as a you franchise. You say that. You, you say that, and I was about to read this. It's because it's like, why are they coming up with this rumor? Because it literally says. The quote from the reporter: He is he is so ingrained in the Warriors right now. He is such a part of that team and the culture. Everything he went through with the injuries and just this whole laid back attitude and approach. They love him. Yeah. It would be hard to imagine him in another uniform. So yeah, it's like, yeah, it's Clay's definitely when you think of Golden State, especially in the past decade or so. Clay Thompson's probably the second player that comes to mind behind Steph Curry, obviously. But they're like one A, one B. They've been a tandem for forever. So I think it'd have to take a lot for Clay to leave. The, what I want to say, what's funny to me, is the Blazers were on the list. You know who else was on the list? Who? The Lakers. I mean, but, when, I, but when are the Lakers not on the list? <coughs> when, yeah, when are the Lakers not on the list? Well, the Lakers actually need shooting. I mean, we don't oh, need yeah, shooting. Like, well, well, you can always... Everyone needs more shooting. This isn't like the rumors on which like which teams would want him. It's just the teams he said he's interested or According to this executive, which again, who... Yeah. What does he actually know? What is what do these executives know so. at, at at the end of the day? But it is still a rumor and it is interesting because I don't know, I feel like the Warriors and the Blazers the Blazers have always seen the Warriors, I think, as kind of the blueprint. As daddy. As you know, blueprint exactly was the more blue blueprint was the more PG term. The yeah, the politically correct term there, but yeah. Okay. De- definitely, you know, Golden State is kind of the the, the standard. Of mm-hmm. what, you know, teams with elite backcourts. I mean, they had Stephen Clay. We had Damon CJ. We were always the inferior one. and got swept by them every time and yeah. tried to copy them. And to be honest, failed miserably. But, well, it's because um, we... Honestly, if we don't have to get into that, but Draymond Green played a huge role there for that team. True. Draymond yeah. Green, Alfred Camino. Mm. They bring different things. I'll take Alfred. <laughs> yeah, take, the take the Chief. Take the Chief. <laughs> Where is he? He's on the league, right? No, no he's not. Neither. I don't think Harkless is either. No, he's not either. Wow. Half the Western Conference Finals team probably isn't in the league anymore because you know Myers isn't in the league. Yeah. Vid coming out on that in the near future. About on Myers. That is very Blazer true. Not Myers on past Blazers. Oh, that's like that's true. dang. Yep. Um. So Clay Thompson, obviously, let's touch on just we touched on it in a video. Again, you can go watch it. But let's touch on another guy that. Has been with the Warriors a lot. Gary Payne II. Another Warriors guy. Expected to, expected to possibly make his return on Friday night against the Warriors, getting his ring. Um, we Again, we don't need to go too deep into it, but we can kind of recycle thoughts from that video for those that didn't see it. Um, you were I mean, mentioning Josh Hart. Kind of, you take it. Okay, so Josh Hart has a player option, and if we weren't to trade him by the deadline, then we could basically, basically get nothing out of it in a way if – Things were to go wrong, but it's just basically we're most likely going to trade Josh Hart. He is our biggest trading piece on our roster. The Blazers would be foolish not to trade Josh Hart. Okay, so you're saying that, and it. But from this perspective, it's all right because Gary Payton can almost fill that Josh Hart role. Like not not like he's going to be a starter or anything. Dog mentality. Yeah, that dog mentality. That 
elite defensive aspect to the or to our team. And um, everyone says the Blazer bench sucks. You know, that's kind of you know the like biggest thing people get mad at. I don't know what yeah. word I'm trying to say, but um, the defense. Yeah, the defense and the bench always seems to be the problem. And he is that perfect piece. And sure, it's frustrating when he's been sitting out this long when he's been medically cleared to play. But you don't want to rush NBA injuries. Um, you want them to take their time because it'll be good for your health in the long run. And um, that's about all I, have, all I have to say about Gary Payton II. I mean, I mean it makes what, sense he's going to come back. What I'll say is he's just on Friday. He's an impact player that fills a position of need for this team. And I said this in the video, but the Blazers' defense right now is not exactly, let's say, stifling. Can, can, fact, we, get a, can we get a rank of our defense? I am actually. Oh, you're I, I, that's, that's what I was doing, but it's you can pull it up. I'm interested. tough on the phone. If you can find it, you can too. You try to, because um, um, in the first two weeks, we were hovering around top 10, maybe a little bit there, there we go. behind, but there we go. recently we have fallen off, and it's the disappointing. The Blazers are 23rd <laughs> in defensive rating. No, that's 23rd not, in the league. Now, not. again, we talk about this a ton on other podcasts. We're not 29th. We're not 30th. It is improvement. But we were hovering around the top 10 to start the year. But I'm telling you, Gary Payton's a player who can impact your defense like that because he's just such – he has such tenacity on the defensive end of the, of the ball, the floor. And we saw it with Golden State. I mean, he was in the finals. I'm not saying he did a great – I mean, I would have to he find did, stats for this. But, he, I mean, he was checking Tatum and Brown at times. All right. Guess, guessing game. In the month of December – where are we ranked defensively in the league? Okay. December 28th. So we, we had our bad road trip, which is also a thing we are going to talk about. Because usually in podcasts, we start off with what happened Actually, in the week. Mean, but, um, yeah, we Dallas, we gave up a ton. Lost two against OKC. Cleaned up the Rockets. The entire month of December. I don't know. But, uh, I'm going to have to say, say 25th. I'm going to say, yeah, I was exactly going to say that. I'll go 24th. Um, 16th. Okay, so that's surprising. Uh, you know, what I would say is I think it's because of a few outlier games, such as playing San Antonio and playing Oklahoma City twice. Because I remember those games were that like is true. They at are, the hundreds. They're bad teams. And we only lost by one possession but like, in the, in the team, like the games we played that are going to matter, like the teams that we will play in the playoffs, if we get there, Dallas gave up 130. Cooked Denver us. cooked us on cooked the road. Us. Cooked and us. And it's just, you know, those the games I remember – distinctly from this past road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, even Charlotte in the other game, they had like almost 70 at the break. So the yeah. defense has definitely been a... It's taken a step back, but it hasn't... It's not just because of the roster construction, it's because of injuries too. Like that, that plays a factor. Winslow, Nasir being out, those, and Gary Payton. Like those were three yeah, tough guys. Road schedule. Plus defenders, those yeah. were three plus defenders that were... Yeah. I actually saw a cool analogy on Blazers Edge I was reading this morning, and they said that... The Blazers' defense like a ship, and Damon Ant are the holes in the ship. Like <laughs> they just are. They, really they're good. just not the. They're not great defenders. That's, That's fine. Analogy, but but okay. Winslow, Nasir, and Gary Payton were the boards that you're going to try to cover up the holes with. And it's not going to be perfect, but you know, you just you just try to. Eat. They're flex seal. I think I've made that analogy. <laughs> okay. They're flex seal. So I don't think I've heard that one before. Well, but that's why know. it's because I read it this morning. Yeah. Okay. So. Anything else to talk about defense? Because I do want to talk about just the last week because we have two yeah, games to I'll talk about. Yeah, I'll just say, let's talk about the Charlotte game first off. 124-113. Well, Guess mean, who went to the game? Yeah, we, were at, we were at the game. Um, All three of us. Yeah. Extremely awesome night with the win tribute. and then also the tribute to Dame, um, who actually struggled that night. I think it was like 5 for 18. But yeah. you saw Jeremy have a good game. I got, so, I got 
I have the stats. Yusuf Two Nurkic words for you. Game? Yusuf Nurkic. How about it? Yeah. What yeah. a game from him. Look, Five I have threes. the stats. Please, I mean, <laughs> he give has me all the stats. stats. That guy always has stats. Give me, I got give me the stats. I'm the stats me, guy. Okay? Give me like block. Give me everything. I'm giving you everything. He, I think he filled it. He filled I'm giving it you everything. Okay. He had 28 points. Mm. Uh, not a career high, but close. Uh, I don't know his exact yeah, career high on the top of my head. Career high on threes, I can tell he you. He was tr- he was trying to get 30 though. I can tell at the end. He was he going for the three point record? He was chucking up some shots for what. Eight for twelve from the field, five for seven from three. Nurk was five for five from three yeah, until garbage time. Yeah. So he was chucking away and making his threes. He's probably up to a low forty percent shooter now on the year after that game. You know, it's really awesome to see Nurk actually many, as a well, three point shooter. Any yeah, like six sorry. assists? Uh, six assists, yep. fifteen boards. We were we were hoping triple double. We were hoping triple. He, he had triple six assists. A bit. Yeah, he had six assists. Pretty like third quarter probably. Four turn four turnovers, two steals, three blocks. Amazing game from Eric. One of his best of the year. Definitely top three that comes I'm, to my I'd head. I'd go as far to say I think that's probably a top five performance from him in a Blazer uniform. Yeah. You could go as You'd, far as say Obviously, I can't think of I can think of a five by five game off the top of my head. I can't think of others, but I'm not just gonna say it's number two. But it's definitely up there because let's be honest, we're probably not beating the Hornets if Nurk doesn't if Nurk and Eubanks combine to go six for eight from three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eubanks one for one. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll one. briefly go through the rest of the stats. Jeremy Grant, 32, Great highest game. score on the team. Great game. Great game. Four from six from three. Ten rebounds, five assists. Didn't even realize he had ten rebounds and five assists. Impressive game from Jeremy Grant. Simons, 18 points, six for 15, three from eight, three for eight from three. Damian Lillard struggled, five for 18. Which he tends to always do when we're in attendance. Yeah, do you want to quickly mention that? Or is, yeah, we have a game, and in, the games he's, in the games he's done well, it's he hasn't got to play enough a la Dallas game, but yeah. Okay, he was one from ten from three. Lillard on the ceremony night, which we'll get to, well, he, we'll get yeah, to that as he, well. He, he did say that he it was definitely a weird night for him because we, uh, he knew he was being celebrated at the end. He just it wasn't a normal night. So just get through it with a win. Just get through it with a win. I don't, you know, obviously he. I think not. He was trying too hard, but I definitely it maybe was the definitely pressure not was a normal on. night. I don't know about pressure, but it was just uh, Dame a weird thrives under pressure. Exactly, Dame <laughs> thrives under pressure. It was just, it was just a, a it was different awkward, night. It's, yeah, it's a once. It's a once in a career night. And yeah, he so. he goes one for ten from three. That's got to be his top ten worst three point shooting performances of his career. And you you guys have been there for a two lot. of them <laughs> for two of them. So you these guys are zero for nine against New Orleans. Hey, I went to the game where Dame hit eleven threes like not too long ago, and these guys are just bad luck for Damian Lillard. So Whatever. I don't know what to say, Dame. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. These guys are the reason why you shot so bad. But um, I want before you keep going, I want to roll back to the Yusuf Nurkic shooting thing. Yeah, yeah. he's actually up. And we can go ahead and just get into it. He's up to 46% on now two attempts per game. Okay. So, so he's all basically wow. making one like of two a game. He's about hitting, he's pin point nine. And again. you know what's, in, what's interesting to me is everyone's like regression and sure. But I also think like this is a, this is a situation where this like, because he doesn't take a ton of attempts, I think this could, I think he could sustain this. I mean, I, at this point, I think he can too. I mean, like, he might size. regress. He might start clanking, but it's not like he's going. He's going one of two. He's not going four of eight. Like and, he's yeah. only taking two. He's just gonna make one. And the, his sh- shooting form, his stroke looks good. Yeah, it oh. does. I mean, he's he hasn't. It's not like he's taken like ten three pointers this year and he's made four of them. Like yeah, no, he's, he's taken probably thirty size. to. Four. Yeah, he's a decent sample size. Yeah. So saying he can sustain this is not out of the question. One thing I want to say with regards to Nurk shooting is. This obviously is going to open up the floor because now you can pretty much – I know Josh Hart's not a great shooter, but you can pretty much play five out now, and you don't just have a 
a, a rim runner. You have a guy who can shoot the three. So what's interesting now is you would theoretically think the lane is going to open up a ton for Dame and mm-hmm. Grant, Hart, Dame and Grant. I just mm-hmm. realized Ant and Grant are owned. <laughs> yeah. My what it brings me to the main point is if you just replace Josh Hart with a not an elite three and D, but a guy who can shoot and can it be your best defender on the floor. Or is that that's obviously the biggest piece for this team. Mm-hmm. But how many pieces away are the Blazers from truly contending for a championship? I guess is my what I'm going to break it down here because if, if Nurk's going to start shooting, that I mean, just opens I, up a new dimension to the offense. We're still like, like Nurk could be if we find that perfect three and D, is that the only piece we need, or do you think there's more? I feel like there's one more. plus. I think there's two. You got, I, think I think you have two. to get the and by, big time score off the bench. Whether that's Sharp turns into that, or if that's someone out there. Clay Thompson into years. Yeah, Clay Thompson into years. But like, we, obviously we've been. I guess some. We touched on every podcast. We've been hard on Nurk, but I, I'm starting to come around more. Like he's actually playing a lot better um, in the last week or so. So hopefully it keeps up. The three point shooting is a big reason of why he's playing this well, and the fact that we're now having conversations of are we one piece away in the starting lineup to being true contenders. Well, is I was just a saying to Nurk. Yeah, obviously mm-hmm. we also have made the comments before that we don't think we can win a championship with Nurk. So you could argue that we're two pieces away. Because we need a, di- a different center. I mean, I'm not. That's not anything against Nurk. That's just the reality of our opinion, maybe. But mm-hmm. if Nurk is, if Nurk can turn himself into a Brook Lopez type, where he, he's his shoot his shot profile is like either literally at the rim for like lobs, easy easy fin- easy finishes or threes. I'm not. We're not gonna get to defensively because Brook Lopez is very good on the defensive side of the ball. But if Nurk can have that shot profile. And then we also get like a elite three and D. That could be a that could be a recipe. That could be a recipe. I feel like the three and D would be just the most obvious first move that we would have to make. Yes, because like it, it, the reason why it makes so much sense too is because the person that is currently playing your three and D, playing your three, he doesn't shoot much. It is the guy who is the biggest asset for your team. Yeah. So it's almost like just a Josh Hart. Goes. I just hope our defense. I just in. really hope our defense doesn't plummet if we were to trade Josh Hart. But Gary Payton, like I said, coming back, mm-hmm. it's important. Hopefully. Do you want to finish stats or do you just move on? Um, basic. Okay. Lamelo had twenty-seven. He had a cool little logo shot. Uh, PJ Hornets Washington. Announcer like that one. Hornets announcer. Yeah, he was. Um, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. You don't. Uh, PJ Washington. <laughs> don't want to hear it. Twenty-two, nine for thirteen. He played well. I mean, pretty spread out scoring. Uber did I have a good game? Terry. <laughs> this guy uh, said. For his uh, DraftKings, Terry minus or under twenty two and a half, and he gets some money. And Terry had what four? Terry was two for seventeen. Two not, for seventeen. It wasn't Terry's best performance. Um, maybe, maybe we're bad luck for Terry. But yeah, that's nothing much more to say about that game. I mean, we were down fourteen at one point. Is that mm-hmm. concerning, guys? Like, oh my uh, gosh, you're down fourteen at home to the team yes. that's trying to get Victor. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, but we won. Yes, but we won. So okay. at the end of the day, are we gonna look back at this game and be like, man, I'm glad we came back from 14? You're just gonna be like, oh, we won. Okay, yeah, all right, whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, moving on from the game and more just into general storylines as the trade deadline approaches. Going back to Josh Hart. Josh Hart is again the biggest asset we have. He's the best tradable piece, and we do have some quote unquote targets that we are pursuing as the team i don't know obviously when we say targets these are rumors like no one knows who joe cronin is calling Mm -hmm. so 
other than Jeremy Grant, which that was very obvious, I remember last year we were talking about Miles Turner. That never happened. We talked about Miles Turner a lot. We so talked about Zach Levine and Bradley Beal. We talked about Beal. Zach Levine and Bradley Beal. This just because it was rumored by a rival Western Conference exec, for whatever that means. But mm-hmm. what are some trade targets right now? Obviously, OG Ananobi, who yeah. else? So these are guys that, again, like he said, no real reports about it. And then these are the guys that I think would fit in the best of like the guys that could possibly be traded. I'm just going to roll through them, and then we can talk about who we want to talk about. Obviously, OG, <laughs> Pascal Siakam, Kyle Kuzma, DeMar DeRozan, Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba. So you could throw Jakob Podol in there too. Uh, mm-hmm. Here, um, DeRozan, I would just say no. Or why? I because I think he's getting a little too old. I don't think he plays good enough defense, and I think in order for him to be good, he has to really just shoot the most on the team, and we just don't have enough shots for him. I agree. My, my description I put was all star, twenty five point score, not much defense, two years of control, most likely about to decline. Yeah, and he could have great years, but I just don't think we need a, a scorer who needs volume shooting like CJ, for example. Like, Durson's better than CJ, you would say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, We talked about OG. Yeah, we, We'll talk about OG and Siakam last. But Jared Vanderbilt. I'll, I'll throw Jared Vanderbilt and Mo Bomb in the same category. I think those are both guys that are literally, like, would be perfect role guys. And they could come off the bench. Like, if you have Jared Vanderbilt off your bench... Mm-hmm. Mo Bomb off your bench, you have instantly grabbed another piece to that championship puzzle and put it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. uh, for uh, for Vanderbilt, I said brings great bench production, elite rebounder for his size, great defender, does the dirty work, and the cost for him would be like a rotational bench player. So say like a Justice Winslow, and then either a first round pick or a young player. So okay, maybe so Winslow question. and Keon, or Winslow. Is, and this first. is how I. I would hope this is how I like justify trades. You're saying it would be say just Winslow and a first for Vanderbilt. I don't know if it's that that's worth it because I feel like Winslow and Vanderbilt are similar type players. I do think Vanderbilt's better, mm-hmm. but is he a first round pick better than Justice Winslow? I don't think so either. But um, also Minnesota needs first rounders because they gave Utah five for Big Booty Rudy. <laughs> Big Booty Rudy, yeah. Brutal. No, he's on Utah now. Oh, he is on Utah. I, I yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, I'm looking at a Wolves um, picture, but yes, he was got, part of that deal actually. Good, I didn't realize they used the Wolves pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but who would you rather have, Jared Vanderbilt or Mobamba? I'll probably say Mobamba because Bamba I feel like he'd brings, be cheaper. Mobamba brings. He's young. Well, he can ideal shoot. backup center, good three point shooter, elite shot blocker. Massive wingspan. I said massive wingspan. But again, in Insane the NBA, you need size I think he is, and length. I, I think the thing about Mobamba, he is a less. <laughs> he's less of a sure thing than Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt has been on a playoff team, and he True. he actually you're his game relies so much on like his effort and hustle that you're he rarely actually has bad games. But but with all respect to Drew Eubanks, Mobamba, I think Mobamba. Makes your team and I think he costs better, less. and he costs less. I said rotational bench player and a back end young player. So like Keon, not even Keon. I would say like Justice Winslow and Greg Brown, or Justice Winslow and a second round pick, because I think they're just trying to get rid of him at this point. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did you have on there? You had Demar, you had Mo, you had Jared. Let's talk had... about Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is who I want to talk about. Kyle Kuzma is an interesting one because is he a good defender? He... I don't know. I think he brings average, average, average. defending. I think. Honestly, I think he's a similar defender to Josh Hart. Josh Hart might be better, but Kyle Kuzma has size. Again, elite rebounder. 
20 plus he's points tall. per game score. He's, he's entering his prime. And I said the cost would be yeah, starting quality role player, a.k.a. Josh Hart, and then like a second round pick. Which I he think, was getting clowned on the Lakers, but he's actually but an he, asset he's that would become be an elite rebounder for his position, and he can and score And he brings ball size. Right. Obviously, OG is the guy we want the most, and we've talked about the most. Cost for him, I would expect. I don't expect the Donovan Mitchell package that they're trying to yeah. report. But high-quality role player, a.k.a. Media. Josh Hart. Jenner. Young player, a.k.a. Mr. <laughs> Little, or Keon Johnson, and then multiple picks. Would you trade Shaden Sharp for OG? I probably wouldn't. You would wouldn't. You I don't, I don't it's know. So hard, it's just like, it's so early. Are we, win, are we winning, trying to win like now, like yeah. this year or next year? Or are we like fine with waiting three years down the line? Obviously, Dame's still going to be good in three years, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, he's probably not going to be as good as he is today. Okay, now a question that I would have. The Jeremy Grant trade, people wanted to get him at the deadline, and they were very antsy. The Blazers waited, got him for cheaper in the summer. Do you think OG could be a similar situation, or do you think the price could rise in the summer? I think that the price could go down in the summer, but my only thing is you... I don't think many people were bidding against Portland for Jeremy Grant for some reason, even though like he could fit perfectly on Dallas right now instead of Christian Wood mm-hmm. or something like that. But I think you could see another team come in and swoop and get a, a OG at the deadline, yeah. so... I don't know if you want to play that risk if you're set on getting OG on an OB. Who knows? Joe Cronin could be seeing all these rumors and he's like, what are we doing? OG's physical sucks or something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't want knows? to trade Sharp. I don't, I I don't honestly, either. I think he's the future I for want to team. Unless we're trading Sharp for Kevin Durant or an all-star player, I would rather keep Sharp. Yeah. Because when's the last time we had a young player with this much potential? Yeah. Damn. Exactly. Exactly. Simons, yeah. maybe. No, no. So... Um, we used to think Simon, not we, but people used to think Simon sucked. Remember, yeah, he, remember I, he was I, the worst defender in the league? Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. Stats don't tell you everything. Man. I had zero expectations Simon was going to be like this. I was like, Gary Trent's the future. Mm-hmm. When people were Who like, got Simon. traded to the Raptors? I'm telling you, the Blazers and the Raptors are kind of synonymous. They were supposed to play each other in the 2019 finals. They were. They were. But the refs. But, but the refs. refs. <laughs> Golden uh, State smoked us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about the schedule because I was just I literally went through every team's schedule earlier this morning and just looking at how many like road trips of different teams. The Blazers just are the only team in the NBA with three six-game road trips. They're the only team that's done two. No other team has done two. Adam Silver wants us to fail. Only two other teams in the NBA have two six-game road trips. About half two. the league has zero six-game road trips, and the other half that is left have one. So. Like, that what is, are we doing, Adam? Yeah, Adam. We already have to travel I, I, the most. I feel like, yeah, I feel what is like he doing, bro? because we have to travel the most, maybe they're trying to just consolidate the travel. I mean, you, well, you, you would think more road trips would mean more home game stands, home stands. Mm, I guess it could correlate to that. It's just, it's just, sucks. and it's just odd. Like, well, we, we lose. We are in the corner of the U.S., so the closest team to us is what Sacramento. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like we lose to the Thunder twice on the end of this road trip. It's like, would that have happened if if, if this was like a three-game road trip instead? Like, I don't know, a six-game road trip no, no. puts so much toll on your we body. Had, then why are they sticking had, Denver at the end of the road trip? We had to do the Texas trip. Triangle. Like, that is so And Then they're just chucking Denver in there. Speaking you know, of, did you guys watch the Denver game? We didn't talk about that game. We basically just got blown just out. just got worked. Do we want to talk about it? Stats guy can give stats. I have answer. stats. Okay. I have stats. We got worked in the Denver game. I'll run through them. I mean, we actually had a lead, though, which was clutch, but... Yeah, we blew it. Um, Dame, 34. 10 for 22. 4 for 11. Grant, 27 for 13. 3 for 6. Hart, 14 and three, 11. Three boards. Six from three. Simon's good stats. Simon's not good stats. 6 for 22. 
One for ten. I mean, it's just a normal That's Blazer a game. game. Someone's gonna suck. A someone's gonna do Blazer good. Game. Simon sucked that game. Named, named it good. Grant was middle. Like it's just a basic. But yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, Grant, we were just gassed. Grant had seventeen. 20. 23 of six from three, and that's middle for Grant. That just shows how good Grant is. Yeah, but maybe I shouldn't have used the word middle, but well, I mean, it's, it's just it might you, it might be right with the new way, with the way he's playing. Like he just had thirty two. We were not meant to win this game at all. Just I feel like we never win in Denver unless it's game seven. Mm-hmm. End of a six game road stand, road trip, and just Rose. so gassed after losing two to OKC. Your morale's low. Jokic is a god, and that's about all to say about that game. So yeah. It sucks. You want to get back to the schedule? You're yeah. kind of jumping, Cole. You, schedule? You have schedule up. Oh, yeah. I just pulled the schedule up because I'm about to say something, and it's going to end up biting us in the butt, but we have a nice stretch coming up here. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Golden State, no stuff. Detroit, Minnesota, Indiana, Toronto, Orlando. Okay, that Those is... are all winnable can games. You, can you read that again? Golden State. Okay, without Curry. No stuff. Okay. GP back. Hopefully. You would think. Detroit. Oh, that's a win. Gross. Minnesota. <laughs> so gross right now. Indiana. Scrappy, that's a but that's a win. win. Toronto. That should be a win. Pretty, Is that the pretty road solid, or home? But that's the game that's going to kick OG out of uh, Toronto. Hopefully. Love it. Those are three road games, though. Then we come home and get Orlando. Dub. I love that. Love but it. But then we got to go, and then we're on a homestand, but we go Cleveland, Dallas, back-to-back. Denver. Then we have a six-game homestand. This is also the month where we have... I think eleven home games and four road games. Or something. Yeah, this is like this is a good month. Yeah, this is a good month. Yeah. Um, interesting thing. So you said first game is Golden State, then it's Detroit. Yeah. So Detroit. I don't know if you saw what happened at Detroit, but they might get a ton of their a players objective. Yeah. Uh, at got, least Killian might. Someone got punched. It was almost malice at the palace part too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, hopefully we should win. January should be a solid month for us. This is our time to extend our. Our lead, get back in the standings, get back in the groove. Go up Let's, the Can you do a standings check? We'll do a standings Let's check. do a standings check. I believe we're seven. We or are eight, eight but eight? half a game back of six and seven. How far out are we from the one? That's what you're going to get at. We are four games back of the one. Uh, Phoenix just had news that Devin Booker is going to be out four weeks, so maybe they drop a little bit because who would mm-hmm. you say is going to lead that team now? I think we're passing the Kings as well. You should put this on the video. Yeah, we could. We could. We could. Um, Kings are scrappy. Golden State. The West is weird. Golden State. I'm about to say something wild, but like, say it. Say it. None of the teams scare me. And I say that at the point, like, I think the Blazers, at the end of the day, have a fighter's chance against every single team in the series. That's a fair take. Well, the thing about, I would say every team outside, I'd say the two teams that scare me the most is probably a healthy Phoenix and a healthy Denver. And I would throw in maybe a healthy Clippers. Yeah, it's just Memphis and New Orleans don't scare me. Yes, but we the can Warriors lose also to them. own us. True, but a lot of these teams are like newer to the upper echelon of the Western Conference. They don't have a lot of playoff experience as much as Jaw likes to say. I'm not worried about anyone in the West. He's got Dame Lillard in the West. The only series he won yeah, is in Minnesota. Okay. He's only won a series in Minnesota. That's and a, that is that's Minnesota. And then they, you see the Grizzlies. They were talking about their team like this is a dynasty. Like. Bro, Clay put him in their place. Future Blazer Clay put him in their place. Future, pl- yeah, exactly. Uh, um, and the, the Kings Pel- beat sorry, the Nuggets like, tonight. I, I think the Pelicans have one of the brightest futures in the NBA, and they very well could make a run this year and start it off this year. But mm-hmm. as a one seed, like that's probably one of the like least scary one seeds I've seen in the Western Conference for the past ten years. Dude, this wow. this quickly Sabonis thirty one, Fox thirty one, Malik Monk thirty three off the bench. 
They beat Denver. How do Yoke do? Yoke had 47-6. Kings are impressive, but there's the no Warriors way. Beat the <clears throat> there's no way the Kings oh, wait, are so, in front so of us. did play. Sabonis, yeah. He does have like a broken thumb right now. So Yeah, he, he, he worked. He cooked. Good stuff, good stuff. But, yeah, um, I mean, look, look. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for the Kings. And again, this can also bite me in the butt later. Love it. I know what but you're going to say. But if the Kings are going to be a top six seed, and we are gonna get and we get the six seed, and the Kings work the three seed, we got to go to Sacramento for for two I games? That's I mean, if we... Okay, if we did Dude, all this... We're going to face the Kings and get smoked in the playoffs. If we did all this work, all no, this no, podcast, I'll, I'll, all these I'll, trades... Clip it. Clip it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he says clip it, that is not a good sign. Yeah. Clip it. If we lose to the Kings in a playoff series, this channel is getting wiped from the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, true. If we did all this work, all this grind, all these trades, all this just... Just to lose to De'Aaron everything, Fox. Just to lose to the Kings in the playoffs, that would be that would be just... Would it hurt more to lose to the Kings or the Timberwolves? Kings. Kings. Kings, kings are the most poverty franchise in the league. Yeah, When's zero, the last time they made yeah. the playoffs? 06? 2004, longest drought in pro sports. All pro three. sports. Hey, I would love to go to Golden Center for a playoff series. I don't know about you guys, but that would be free. That would be That'll free be, done. Oh. Okay. Anyway. We're ahead of ourselves. We, we can't talk about playoffs yet. we got to get to the deadline. Yeah, we have to get to the playoffs first. True. Remember Westbrook's quote from last year? He's like, once you get to the playoffs, you know, Bron, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. You're, Bron, you're just, oh, no. Bron just deleted a tweet saying, I'm, and he tweeted it last year when the Lakers missed the playoffs. He was like, I'm never missing the playoffs the rest of my career. And I put that... Uh, and, I, and I promise, and I'll stand by that. I mean, just leave the tweet the other day. <laughs> Yikes. Well, how old is he now? 38? 30, his birthday he's, is coming up. He's 37 yeah. or 38, 38, and he has no shooting around him. And Anthony Davis is on the bench a ton, so hey. hurt. Day yeah. two, I mean, could the Lakers this. make a run? AD was popping off, but he's out now. Again, he's injured once again. But I'll put it on the screen as I'm showing them. What is that? That's oh, Dame that's to LeBron. <laughs> Uh, that's not happening. Let's do it. No, it is. but I mean, we cool. are seeing Brownie tomorrow night. So what we have Orleans. to we have to pay Dame sixty million, and then LeBron also like seventy million. Yeah, no thanks. That's not happening. Uh, anything else you want to cover before we uh, wrap it up? Because I think we touched on everything I had in the notes. I don't know. Do you want to give? Do you guys want to give like a projection for? We do it every week. At the end of the, what was last week? What was the week? Uh, I said, do we go undefeated until yeah, the new year? We had, boy, did that not That happen. was apt. We just had Denver, Charlotte. We said we wanted to go one and one, and we went one and one. So yeah. we can't be mad about this past week. Yeah, now we, we got, got Golden State, Detroit, Minnesota. I want to go three two games. And, I want to go two and one at worst. Two if and we, one. If we go into the next podcast at two and one, I'm not going to be mad. I'm saying three and zero, oh, but if wow. we go two and one, it's because we lose tomorrow or next yeah, day. Agreed. Yeah. So you think we? You think are we going to be favorites against Golden State? You think it'd be? Cl- oh man, I'm going to say no. I don't think we are. I don't think I'll I think pretty, no because I think they're kind of riding high after their Christmas win. Did they win today? Let me check real quick. They played the Hornets yesterday. So by the way, I'm going to say we're going two and one. I think we take care of Detroit and Minnesota. We lose to Golden State. If we oh, beat they, Golden State, that'd be great. Today. But yeah, they beat them. Did they win? Yeah, they just beat the Jazz. 112-107. Let's see who's coming in this game. They are coming off a back-and-back Golden State. Did Clay do well? Uh, Poole had 26. Clay didn't play. Clay did not play. He's resting up for the police. That's another The Jazz were fraudulent. Still hovering. We knew this. All right, but I will say two. I'll say two and one. I'll say two and one. I want to be mad at a I'll two say, and one. I'll say three and zero oh, because a one not? and two would be again. I'll just be another so disappointing. We're, we're week. eighteen and sixteen. Eighteen and sixteen. We can't keep stacking disappointing weeks in a row. Yep. Um. So a two and one would be much needed for this team. Yep. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. agree with that. And hope I, and if Gary Payton is not has not played by the next podcast, 
Right. Then what are you gonna do? Then we'll delete. <laughs> but what, that'll be right. Any out, be any outlandish takes before we shut shut her down? Um, when's our next Portland trip? Because I was looking at tickets for early June, um, and I think we'll be coming out here for the finals. That's my take. <laughs> <laughs> the finals, yeah. Oh my god. Outlandish take though. I'll say. Um, I'll give you an outlandish Gary one. Gary Payton's back on Michigan's Golden State. I'll That's give you an, an, an outlandish one that won't happen, but it won't happen because it's outlandish. Okay. Blazers get three All-Stars. What? That is just that so That was weird. a hot take by Cash Peterson before. Two is hot. No, I don't think two's hot. Two is mm. hot. Two is hot. I think Jeremy Grant will be an All-Star. And, I, and Simon's is second in the league in three-pointers. All right, I'll have one. And you, Dame. It's Dame Dalla. Nurk's going to be a 50% three-point shooter by April. <laughs> is that hot? Yes, because it's a center. That's my outlandish take. It's a center who has no track record of okay. making anything. All right, okay. if you're still I've, watching at this point in the podcast, drop your hot take in the comments. I have no confidence in that. Never. <laughs> well, I don't have confidence in three all stars. Um, but Thank that's, that's going to do it. I think this was episode sixty-four. Ooh, sixty-five. I have I a good think. one. Blazers get home court and we sweep first round opponent, and that will be the Kings. Yes, in the three six. We'll be the three. Yeah, because we get home. Oh, that would make and it'll sense. be like a Pelicans rerun, sort of, but we sweep this time. Dude, all this, and we're going to get dropped by Lamicky in the play-in. <laughs> or, or, or we play the Kings in the play-in and lose. That sucked. Okay. Oh, gosh. We got to end it. Yeah, we got to end it. Uh, thanks for watching, and thanks for listening, and um, we'll see you in the next one. Go Blazers.